This is Women Road Warriors with Shelley Johnson and Kathy Takaro. From the corporate office to the cab of a truck, they're here to inspire and empower women in all professions. So gear down, sit back, and enjoy. Welcome to Women Road Warriors with Shelley Johnson and Kathy DeCaro. We're a show that works to inspire and empower women in every profession and lifestyle, including the office, trucking, the trades, and even motherhood. We power women on the road to success. We tackle all kinds of topics and we work to encourage women to be their very best with informative guests and women who've been champions. I'm Shelley. And I'm Kathy. No topic is taboo on our rig. We tackle the tough topics along with the not-so-tough topics. And we like to feature experts and celebrities who can assist women in being the very best they can be. Dating is a topic we haven't covered yet, and it's something that often remains a mystery to many, as women are looking for that perfect match and they're not always finding it. We decided it would be a good topic, so we went to one of the experts. Ronnie Ann Ryan is an internationally known love and dating coach, speaker, workshop leader, and author of many books, including Manifesting Mr. Right, Why Can't I Find Love? And is he the one? She's helped thousands of smart, successful women transform their love lives and help them find the amazing man they dream of. Ronnie's been interviewed by BBC Radio, Fox, and ABC News, Sally Jesse Raphael, MSN.com, and More.com. Her story is super interesting. Ronnie woke up on her 40th birthday and realized she might be single for the rest of her life. She thought she could simply get used to that idea, and it wasn't likely to change. By spring... Ronnie decided there was no way she was going to remain single if there was a breath left in her body. Summoning up all her determination, she did everything in her power to change her relationship status, and it worked. After opening her heart to love and feeling attractive, she told everyone what she was up to. Before she knew it, Ronnie had 30 dates with different men in only 15 months. On date number 30, she met Paul on a blind date, and the two were married. Having successfully crammed 20 years of dating in a little over a year, Ronnie learned very quickly from her many mistakes, and today she shares her proven strategies. Ronnie found love over 40, and regardless of your age, she knows you can do it too. Welcome, Ronnie. All I can say is, wow, you were seriously determined and definitely did some power dating. We want to know more. Uh, Yeah, that is power dating, isn't it? So although I know plenty of people who have met way more than 30 men, so... Um, you know, some people say, uh, oh, that was just modest, <laughs> modest <thing>. <laughs> but it was good. I mean, you, to me, you need you never know which man it's going to be, but it helps to meet a lot of different men because you don't know who's going to call you again. You know, so I think that the best thing you can do is just go meet a bunch of men. You know, whoever, whoever it is that you're looking for. I don't want to assume only men, but. Oh, sure. I think a lot of people are a bit intimidated with the online dating. And of course, a lot of our listeners are super busy. So they have limited time. They want to have quality dates. You go out to some of these online dating services and you see guys in these t-shirts and trying to show off their muscles. And it's like, really? A lot of them have like the furniture disease where their chest is dropped into their drawers. It's like, really? This is not what I want. And why are you taking a picture of yourself? You know? Yeah. yeah. Well, (laughs) I'm laughing because I I do the online dating thing and I I, I see the images. (laughs) Well, here's the thing. When I was doing my dating, it was right before online dating took off. And so I was doing personal ads. So if you think online dating is bad, personal ad was 22 words and a voicemail, no picture. So I still met some really interesting men and I didn't know what they were going to look like. And it was, um, it was fine. It it really was fine. I will tell you though, because um, I did meet a guy who ran a steam shovel (laughs) and I I don't even know if that's the right word anymore, but um, oh my gosh, he was so handsome, but I don't know. We, we, I guess I wasn't the one for him or whatever, but I met so many different kinds of men through doing those personal ads. And so what I would first like to say is if you can 
shift how you think about the online dating apps and sites, because it's a tool. It's nothing more than a tool. And so you can meet all kinds of men online. And there are plenty of men who are not appropriate or unappealing, as well as men who could be perfect for you. It's a tool to connect you to people who are looking. Now, you don't know what they're looking for. You don't know if they're serious about looking for a relationship or if they're just looking for a hookup or Mm -hmm. if they just want to text 20 different women so they can, you know, boost their ego. You don't know that, but that is the process dating. I always think of it as um, like a contraction for data gathering dating. So Hmm. the point of it is you're collecting information. You're collecting data on the people that you meet to see who might be a good match, who is consistent in their pursuit, who stays in touch, who tries to please you, who's fun, who do you get along with, who do you have similar views on life or share similar values. And there's only one way to know that, and that's by uh, date going on dates, not by texting, by the way. A lot of people just want to text. So when you say, oh, they don't want to waste time, they don't have a lot of time, I can tell you that a a lot of women don't have enough time. You know, executive women don't have enough time either. And single mothers don't have enough time. So you can't go by that. When you say, you know, each date's got to count, what you're really doing is putting a tremendous amount of pressure on each date, which I can pretty much guarantee you will not make the man feel comfortable with you. And more than anything, You want him to feel comfortable with you and you want to feel comfortable with him. And so your first date, you know, let's say you meet a bunch of guys, you don't like any of them and you say, oh, that's just, that's just a waste of time. But it's never a waste because when you're going through the process, you are learning about yourself. You know, I think of dating as a journey of self-discovery, really, because you're learning who you like, who you don't like, what works for you. Uh, what piques your interest, what turns you off, and you're collecting information with each date. So that's why your first date shouldn't be dinner and you just have a cup of coffee or a glass of wine, you spend an hour, and then you don't have to feel like it was a big waste of time. So I think that's really important to shift how you look at online dating. It's a tool because there's no big neon sign with an arrow going, all the good men are are in this place. (laughs) No, wouldn't that gosh. be nice? Oh, if that would be, that that would be nice. absolutely yes. It would be absolutely awesome. Well, case in point, and I won't name the dating service, but it was online. It was a friend of mine who told me that um, a friend of hers had gone out on a date, and I guess they were at a restaurant or some place. Maybe it was a bar restaurant, and I guess he was so obnoxious and awful, and and not necessarily mean, but not somebody she wanted to be around. And there was no way she could leave. She didn't feel comfortable just leaving through the front of the restaurant. She went into the bathroom and she crawled out the window of the bathroom (laughs) so that she could get to her car and leave. It's like, oh, my, that's the definition of a bad date. Oh, my God. (laughs) That that would be the definition of a bad date. But, you know, I'm not sure why she couldn't leave. If she was afraid of the guy, she could have gone up to any, you know, any employee, male employee on the way back from the ladies room or on the way to the ladies room and say, could you please walk me out to my car? Unless she got in that man's car who she didn't know and went with him. No, she drove away on her own. Yeah. So I'm not sure why she felt like she had to crawl, <laughs> had to out, crawl out the window. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I think there might be something else going on. There. Yeah, oh, that's was, hilarious. It was an interesting story. Well, and, you know, the thing is, I think we've all had maybe, you know, some dating experiences that maybe have turned uh, women off. It's like, yeah, man. I, I could tell you that there was a, a guy that I dated a couple of times. He he was just the world's nicest guy. I had actually met him through a friend. And I, I was living in an apartment at the time, and he came up. He buzzed in t- to come up to my apartment, and it took him the longest kind of time to get to my door. I'm like, what's going on? And when he finally arrives, he's like, oh, I'm so sorry. Uh, my ex-girlfriend and I were having a fight in your parking lot. Well, that was a good, interesting <laughs> way to start the date. And yeah. I'm like, okay. 
So we go to a bar restaurant and sit down and we're, we're, we're chatting and we're going to order a sandwich or something and have a couple beers. All of a sudden, this woman shows up and sits down at our table and proceeds to order something to eat. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> oh, boy. Can you imagine? Oh, my God. You're like, excuse me. Um. <laughs> and I'm like, already then? And of course, then they get into a heated discussion. I excuse myself. I go into the ladies' room and I'm like, what am I going to do with this? You know, he was the world's nicest guy. I gave him one more chance um, after he apologized all over himself. And we, uh, I think I ended up driving over to his house. I, I made sure I drove. We're watching TV and we're sitting on his couch and we're doing a little kissing and stuff. I happen to look out his living room window and I see eyes in the bushes. Oh my God. <laughs> I'm like, uh, your bushes have eyes. He's like, what? <laughs> and, and it's this woman looking in the window. <laughs> Amazing. Oh, yeah. So, and of course, then they get into an argument. She comes in, he's talking to her in the kitchen. I said, you know, I think you guys have a lot to talk about. I'll be on my way. So I left. I mean, obviously, that's oh an extreme God. situation, but... Do yeah, your bushes have eyes. That's hilarious. <laughs> that is hilarious. But, oh. you know, I'd love to talk about this because you're kind, and a lot of women are kind, and they want to be fair, and they think that they should give people another chance where I would recommend and advise to my clients. No, because he wasn't clear. He wasn't free. He wasn't done in that relationship, even if he wanted to be done. And it doesn't matter, in my opinion, how nice a guy he is because he's not free and clear. He was not available. And he was, you know, he had a stalker or whatever. Who knows what was going on there? So <laughs> yeah. that is a reason where, you know, a lot of times women say, well, I want to give him the benefit of the doubt. And I'm like, you know, no, I, I don't agree with the benefit of the doubt in situations where like if you meet a guy and he's recently divorced and all he does is talk about his divorced wife, whether he says rotten things or nice things, he's not ready. Or if you meet a man who's lost his wife and all he wants to do is talk about his deceased wife, he's not ready. So I think it's really, really helpful to get very clear on what's going to work for you. And any man who is still engaging with another woman is unavailable. So it's just another way to look at it. You were very yeah. kind. And you thought, well, he's a nice guy. Let me give him another chance. And I totally get that. Mm -hmm. But in the future, I bet you didn't do that again. Oh, no. Uh -uh. And I think one of the reasons I gave him a little bit more latitude is because it, he was referred to me by a friend, you know, so. Sure. That <laughs> makes sense. Yeah. Because you knew somebody who knew him. Yeah. yeah. Of course. Yeah. Of course. Stay tuned for more of Women Road Warriors coming up. Dean Michael, the tax doctor here. I have one question for you. Do you want to stop worrying about the IRS? If the answer is yes, then look no further. I've been around for years. I've helped countless people across the country and my success rate speaks for itself. So now you know where to find good, honest help with your tax problems. What are you waiting for? If you owe more than $10,000 to the IRS or haven't filed in years, call me now at 888-557-4020 or go to mytaxhelpmd.com for a free consultation and get your life back. Industry movement Trucking Moves America Forward is telling the story of the industry. Our safety champions, the women of trucking, independent contractors, the next generation of truckers, and more. Help us promote the best of our industry. Share your story and what you love about trucking. Share images of a moment you're proud of. And join us on social media. Learn more at truckingmovesamerica.com. Welcome back to Women Road Warriors with Shelley Johnson and Kathy Takaro. If you're enjoying this informative episode of Women Road Warriors, I wanted to mention Kathy and I explore all kinds of topics that will power you on the road to success. We feature a lot of expert interviews. Plus, we feature celebrities and women who've been trailblazers. Please check out our podcast at womenroadwarriors.com and click on our episodes page. We're also available wherever you listen to podcasts on all the major podcast channels like Spotify, Apple, YouTube, Amazon Music, Audible, you name it. Check us out and bookmark our podcast. 
Also, don't forget to follow us on social media. We're on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, Pinterest, LinkedIn, YouTube, and other sites. And tell others about us. We want to help as many women as possible. How do you find your true love and true life partner? What priorities and standards do you need to set for yourself? We've been learning that secret from dating expert and author Ronnie Ann Ryan, who knows how to power date. She consults with women on how to find their best match and succeed in dating. You need the right tools in your toolbox and keep your standards. Ronnie, based on what we've been discussing, women should not settle. They should make their boundaries very clear and their expectations. Well, boundaries are essential for all relationships. Oh, yeah. And it's really good. I find that women who know they're worthy and feel good about themselves and have confidence, have good boundaries. And what we mean by that is, you know, they know what they will and won't put up with. That's what I mean by boundaries. And then they know how to climb out a window if they have to. (laughs) (laughs) Plan B. (laughs) Plan B, right? (laughs) So um, Now, expectations is a little bit different. So what did you mean by expectations? What you expect from a prospective partner. Obviously, if you're, you're seriously dating, you want this guy to be somebody that you can get along with. It's, it's, it's someone who can be a life partner. He's got the characteristics, the same interests, that sort of thing. And I'm wondering if quite often women just kind of settle. Um, it's like, well, maybe he's the best I can get. <laughs> Well, so that's a really good discussion point. And I think some women do settle because they fear there aren't enough men. Mm -hmm. And so at least this guy's available and he's at, you know, when he's asking me, so I'm just going to stick with this because at least I'm not alone. And, you know, that can be problematic. Sometimes it can work okay, but sometimes you're, you know, you're putting up with things that don't make you happy and ultimately end up making you miserable often. So I think that can be a problem. And that's why settling is a problem. On the flip side, though, some people talk about how they're never going to settle. And what they're really meaning is that this is a great way to stay single and keep myself safe. Because if I find fault with every man I meet, then I'm safe and I don't have to worry about being rejected or getting into a relationship and having my heart broken. And that isn't necessarily a conscious decision, but it really is a subconscious one. Does that make sense to you? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah, Yeah. absolutely. But it's also, um, I think people use that excuse. I I call it an excuse. Um, Say, oh, I've had my heart broken before. And maybe it's a form of self-preservation, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I'm not going to go there. And it's too painful. And but in reality, that becomes a them problem. They have to do some inner reflection and what it is about um, being rejected that they can't handle or what is so wrong with being with rejected. Not everyone's going to like you. Not everyone, you know, you're not going to come be compatible. There's so many people. You're so different. I mean, give myself an example. I I got enough personality for 10 people. It takes a special kind of man to be around me. I'm just saying, right. (laughs) I'm a whole lot of woman. Yeah. So I love that. I love that. Good for you. It's like, wow. In my opinion, you got to keep up. If you can't keep up, like, sorry, man, I got to go. That's right. (laughs) I got, I I got stuff to do like chop, chop. (laughs) Yeah. 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 Well, you know, it's very interesting because my, okay. So I was um, in business and my husband was a mechanic. So um, I, so he, so men in more white collar jobs have a different way potentially of dealing with women and thinking about women than men who are in the traits. I, I, find, I, I don't know if that's still true, but when I was dating, I found it to be very true because men in white collar jobs were more used to interacting with women. Now things are different today. And I bring this up because I am very uh, direct and I usually say what's on my mind. And that's not always the best policy, as you can imagine. But when I went out with my husband. He was a one once a weeker, I called him. And luckily, I was dating another guy at the same time, which I think is a very good thing to do because I wasn't serious with either one of them because I was still collecting data to see who I wanted to invest more time in. 
So my husband would call once a week and he would go out with me once a week. And after six weeks, I thought, come on. So my typical way of dealing with something like this would be to say to him, hey, buddy, in or out, what are you doing? Are we serious? Are we going anywhere? Is this happening? But that would not have landed well, (laughs) as you can imagine. And so somehow I got the wherewithal. And this is where I talk about your feminine energy and charm. Mm -hmm. And I got the wherewithal to make it more invitational. And so I said to him instead, um, I said, you know, I have such a nice time with you. It's peaceful. It's fun. It's always good to spend time with you. And uh, I know we're, you know, I've been seeing you once a week, but I think it'd be fun to see you twice a week. And so he said, oh, hmm, okay, that sounds good. Hello. You know, like, so I gave him the invitation. I gave him the opportunity. I showed that, you know, I created the possibility, but then he chose that rather than me saying, buddy, step it up or get lost. (laughs) (laughs) Which is basically what you were saying. Yeah, absolutely. Right. That's what I wanted to say. But I didn't think think that was going to work so good, you know, because you can't boss them around to make them love you, you know? (laughs) (laughs) What do you do with a guy that likes to play hard to get or doesn't call? He, He wants to keep you kind of just hanging. Dump him immediately? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because you can't make anyone do anything. Have you noticed that? Yeah, that's true. Yeah, you can't. And so you can't make a man love you. You can't make a man call you. The only thing that you can do is manage yourself. And so the best thing you can do is not be after him. Don't text him a million times and don't try to figure out what he's doing and don't reach out to him to connect and see if you can get together. Just let it lie. And if he doesn't contact you, doesn't that tell you everything you need to know? Yeah. Because he's not serious about you or his mind is on some other woman or he has other priorities besides love and dating. Right. And so if you want somebody who's going to be there for you all the time and be consistent and show up and see you more than once a week and whatever, and this guy isn't doing that, you can't make him do that. How do you weed through the online dating sites where so many today are looking for hookups? Um, I heard that there was a study a number of years ago that women in college or of college age in early 20s are actually going on hookups with the hope that they can date the guy, which to me seems it's like, wow, that's really backwards. <laughs> yeah. Well, I will say that things are different for people in their 20s and early 30s than Mm -hmm. later 30s, 40s, and 50s. It's definitely different. And uh, I would say that how the younger people think about sex is often different as well. Because Mm -hmm. sometimes women who are older hope that by the time they get to intimacy, they are going to start a relationship where the younger women are looking at it from a more, um, what, what could be more traditional standpoint, you know, where they think, well, let's just see how this goes. And then maybe he'll call me again, or maybe we'll get together again or whatever. It's slightly different take. And in fact, this is happening a lot more in Europe. I read this article a while ago about, so you want to date a Swedish guy. And it was about dating in Sweden. And at the time they were, it was written, they were saying that that's what mostly happened is they would go out, they'd be drinking, they'd hook up and then on Friday nights. And then they'd hope that if there was interest, that they'd get together on Sunday and go see a movie or something. And so it, that is becoming more prevalent because the judgment on who has sex quickly versus doesn't or whatever, the judgment has kind of fallen away. Mm-hmm. And so things are a little different in the younger um, age group, but I, I would still give them the same advice if they were open to it, which is if your heart's going to be broken because you slept with a guy and he didn't call, don't do it. Mm-hmm. Just wait and see. Yeah. Does it Don't call give up you the goods. Right? Yeah. yeah. And it's not because you're worried what he thinks about you or this. It's because what's going to happen to your heart? Like, I'm all about taking responsibility for your own heart and emotional well-being. And so, you know, 
once in a while you can capture a man with, you know, your stellar sexual performance, but then what is the basis of the relationship if you do want lasting love? Sure, because sex is only what, at the most 10% of a relationship? The rest of the time you have to talk to each other. (laughs) 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 Right, and then you have, if you're gonna progress in a relationship, you have to have similar enough values that you could be compatible as mates to live together Mm -hmm. and stuff. Mm -hmm. You know what's interesting, what they found with the pandemic, with all the lockdowns, there were people who were seeing so much of each other. They decided, you know, I really don't like this person. <laughs> I've never spent as much time with my spouse. And there was a, an uptick in divorce. Well, there was also a slowdown in the dating process that actually helped a lot of people find new partners. And I had more women clients contact me in 2020 to tell me that they found love or got married than in any other year in the 20 years I've been in business. Wow. Where did they meet them with everything locked down? They met, well, they met outside. A lot of people went for walks. Okay. And, uh, and they took things slower. Maybe they had a few date, uh, video calls first or whatever, and they took their time and the process slowed down a little. So they could see if somebody was worth the risk of potentially catching COVID back when we didn't understand how a lot of it worked or whatever. Yeah, you don't want to swap spit and get a virus, you know? (laughs) Right, right. But they took their time more. They met outside, they went for walks or, you know, they'd get a cup of coffee and sit outside or whatever. And, uh, And people slowed down and actually got to know each other. So there's a lot of statistics about how, um, it dampened hookup culture dramatically, as you can expect. That's good. I think that yeah. that's an improvement. Yeah. <laughs> because I, somehow, I don't know, that's just my opinion. I think the hookup is really, it's it's kind of degrading for women. Um, unless that's what they're into. Okay, terrific. But uh... Right. And sometimes, you know, women can just feel like, I just want to be touched. And I don't really care what happens after right. that. I just, right. well, you know, it's a basic human need. Right. And sometimes you get sick of it or you're being alone or whatever it is, and you just need to be held. Loneliness is a killer. It really yes, is. It is. Yep. It's so yeah. hard for people. And it's something that I truly believe it's an internal battle that you have to learn in your life to, to learn to be okay with yourself first. If you are, are okay to be alone and enjoy your own company, then I think it's it, you're a step ahead than a lot of people because a lot of people will, um, they can't be alone. They either don't want to be, they, they'll use the excuse, oh, I, I start thinking too much. I got, you know, I go to dark places or they're in constant need of somebody else's attention or distraction. It could be just a distraction, not necessarily attention, right? But I think that when you are able to um, go on hikes alone, go for a bike ride alone, go do activities by yourself and be completely happy with who you are, like enjoy your own company. I think that that will help in the long run when you're on online dates, because you're not looking for someone immediately. Okay. I need this person. I'm going to just come jump with him because I don't want to be alone. So that, that lowers your, um, your, your standards, right? Yeah. Yeah. But when you're okay with yourself, you're not necessarily willing to jump to the first person who pays attention to you. Right. You're going to be selective. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, I don't need that in my space. Uh, heck no. Nope. <laughs> right. And that yes. makes a big yeah. difference. It yeah. does. You are so on track. You're right on target with that, Kathy. That was beautiful because you have and that. And so we call it in the business, loving yourself. You have to be good with who you are, because if you are just seeking a man to fill a giant void in your life, you're going to have a problem. Mostly. Oh, yeah. Big time. Big time. Yeah. So you, I I completely agree with what you're saying. And I say this because I guess I'm on the online. I've been single for three years, but um, like I wasn't, I didn't absolutely look for nothing for the first two, just I'd split up with my husband for eight years. And it was the first time trying to, you know, um, get a feel for what's out there. I don't care. I don't necessarily looking for someone to move in, but just someone to go do things with. I mean, I'm pretty bubbly and active and I got tons of energy and I don't, I I couldn't be with a couch potato. I'm like, come on, let's go, let's go do something. But 
at the same time, I'm not uh, willing to just be with anybody just to go do something. I'm quite comfortable to go kayaking by myself and go bike riding and hiking and beach and travel and whatever. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, yeah, sure, it'd be nice to have someone to do things with. But then again, I work two weeks in Canada, half the time, three weeks. I only have so much limited time in my case men want a woman who's always around well i'm not that woman <laughs> eh. right. yeah. so yeah. it's it's kind of playing uh f- have the feel for what exactly is going to work for me and not settle and and ladies out there who are listening to this do not settle be comfortable with who you are first it's such the it's a key to your own happiness for the future absolutely i totally agree Stay tuned for more of Women Road Warriors, coming up. Trucking Moves America Forward, or TMAF, is building a positive image of trucking by telling the story of the hardworking drivers and industry professionals who support the industry. And you can be a part of it. Learn more about TMAF and how you can join and be a part of the industry movement working to build a strong image of trucking by visiting TMAF's website at truckingmovesamerica.com. You can also follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and our latest channel, TikTok. Welcome back to Women Road Warriors with Shelley Johnson and Kathy Takaro. How do you find the right person to be your life partner? Are you discouraged by online dating? Do you keep going out with someone who isn't quite right for you because you think it's just the best you can get? Ronnie Ann Ryan is a dating expert and author who empowers women in finding the correct match for them. She takes the stress out of the dating game with methods that truly work to find that true life partner. Ronnie, so if a woman sets her sights on a particular soulmate, if you will, a life partner, can she find what she wants even if she has a challenging schedule? I I think that you can find what you want. I... One of the people who wrote to me in 2020 told me, and this just blew my mind. I worked with her and then I never heard from her again, which happens a lot. And so in 2020, she reached out. So it had been four years. And she said, you won't believe this, but I got married. I'm like, wow, that's great. How'd it happen? She said, well, she was on vacation or something. And she met this guy. She was from the U.S. And she met this guy from Australia. And they went back and forth to some degree. And now they're married, but she lives here and he lives there. So, Kathy, every two weeks, you'd still be around. You know what I, I mean? Know, like, right? yeah. Yeah. So You'll never I, get sick of me. I think it's great. Yeah. I think so, too. Uh-huh. And You're maybe, always happy to see me. <laughs> yeah. So I think that it's totally possible that you can find what you want. There are, you know, there are people who only want to date on the weekends and they want their week to themselves. And there are so many different varieties and versions of how people want this to look. And I think you can pretty much find whatever you want. Sometimes it takes a little longer if you have some requirements or whatever, but I I think it's completely possible. And, you know, there might be guys who don't want a woman around all the time, or they just don't have time for that. Mm. You know, maybe you'll find a guy who has his kids two weeks a month and then you have the other two weeks or whatever. So I think it's totally possible. You just need to keep going. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Well, I actually, I I committed to overtime for the summer. So I'll be working 21 days and seven off. So I figured, you know what, I'll, I'll, I'll pick this up again in October when I got more time. There you go. So for the summer, it's going to be Kathy time. That's it. (laughs) All right. Well, nothing wrong with that either. So Ronnie, would you say that before you try to actively date, it's a good idea to sit down and write what your expectations are? and really define what you're looking for before you set out uh, looking at all these dating sites, which there's kind of like a grocery list, right? Kind of like a list. Yeah. Yeah. I, I'm a big believer in the list. However, Hmm. uh, you can't use the list as a weapon to keep yourself single. So I think you should come up with all the things you really want in the right partner. I, I, I think that's absolutely important because how, like when women tell me, well, I'll know when I see him. No, you won't. 
You really won't. You're just going to be going on chemistry and chemistry is never an indication of long-term compatibility. It's short-term fun in the bedroom, but it's not an indication of you getting along long-term, having the same values or anything else. So I think figuring out what's going to work for you, what would be fun, what would be compatible is important, just as important as making a list of what you never want to experience again. And that way you can narrow it down at the end to have five must-haves and five deal breakers. And this way, and, and so being single doesn't have to be one of your must-haves because you're going to, that's a given, we'll call it a given. So honest, trustworthy, single, you don't have to put those as your must-haves because you you could put loving, generous, uh, fun, um, can fix things, you know, whatever it is that's important to you. So you look at this huge list and then you really narrow down to the top five. I'm not saying you're not going to get a lot of the things on your list. You might. You might be lucky and get things that weren't on your list. You didn't even know you wanted that worked out, which happened to me, you know, like my husband is really supportive, but I didn't even put that on my list because it never occurred to me. I, I would get that from a man. I thought I'd just have to get it from my girlfriend. So, and then it's also important to say, I never want to be with another cheap guy or addicted, a man who's addicted mm-hmm. to anything mm-hmm. or, you know, whatever it is for you or a narcissist or whatever your oh, deal God. breakers well, are. Well, narcissist, that's, oh. uh, I know. <laughs> Women need yeah. to pay attention to that. Oh yeah. <laughs> yep. And this is why I say this is a journey of self-discovery because what you're really doing with that list is learning about yourself. And when you go on dates, then you could, when you, when you meet a man who has four drinks, you know, in your 90 minutes, you could say, hmm, might be addictive. Maybe that's not the right guy for me. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Paying so, attention to, to the, to the small things, to the red flags, yeah. right? red yeah. flags. Don't ignore the red flags. So good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because yep. when you think about it, when you first meet the person, they're showing themselves uh, yes. the, and you can't put up blinders because I think that quite often people will, especially if they're in a position where I really want to meet someone this time. They don't yes. follow their gut and yes. the gut instinct is so accurate. I could not agree with you more. It's so important mm-hmm. to listen you, you know, your intuition is your best friend. Pay attention. Yep. If the hair goes up on the back of your neck, there's a reason. <laughs> there's a reason. I, I, yeah, I, I couldn't agree more. It's huge. And, you know, a lot of women have saved themselves a lot of long-term aggravation or short-term trouble by paying attention to their gut instinct. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. Well, I know I've gotten in trouble when I didn't listen to it. Oh, God, yeah. no kidding, eh? <laughs> Me too. <laughs> Why didn't I listen to myself? I knew it. <laughs> yes. <Yeah>. Yes. <laughs> so, Ronnie, how do you determine what's a good online dating site? Are there other places where people can go to, to meet the perfect man? Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, uh, I'm so glad you asked me this question. I recommend Bumble. Bumble is an app on your phone. And it was started by a woman who came from Tinder who got really sick of the men she was working with and how they were doing things and whatever. And so she created Bumble for women. And so what happens that's different on Bumble is you both swipe and when you're a match, it's the woman's job to reach out and start the conversation. The men cannot start the conversation. So you get to choose. It gives you a little bit more control. And my clients do very well at all ages with Bumble, you know, even in their 60s, they do well with Bumble. And um, I also like Match.com because it's the biggest site by far of any of them, any of the online sites. I'm not a fan of the free ones. I think you get what you pay for. So, okay, Cupid, plenty of fish and stuff. I don't recommend those sites. And on the flip side of that, eHarmony, I don't recommend that either. It can work for younger people, but most men don't want to answer 236 questions. Never mind the women. (laughs) Pardon? I said, nope. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. It's like, and honestly, they have very few men on that site. It's, they don't have a lot of men. In the younger groups, they might have more, but- you know, once you hit 40, it's very, and it has to be like big cities. It's not a good, it's not a good site. So when you're on an online dating site, how do you vet the guy? 
Are there specific questions when you start communicating before you actually go on a date that you should ask? What I recommend instead of vetting is just pay attention. Do mm-hmm. Are they consistent? Do they bring up sex right away? That's not a good sign because then you know what they want. Mm-hmm, sure. You know, uh, do they just want to text and text and text, but they never ask you out? I say give them seven days from the minute they contact you to meet them. And then if you haven't met in seven days, bye-bye. Now, Kathy, that's a little different for you because of your schedule. Mm-hmm. But um, as just a rule of thumb, you want to meet somebody soon. You don't want to get to know each other via text and phone calls because that's how your heart gets broken. We, a lot of times, you know, we listen to what men have to say and you always want to watch what a man does. What he says is not nearly as important as what he does and what is exactly action speaks way louder than words, way louder, so much more important. So how you vet them. So what I do to that, what I recommend is just see if you can have a conversation. Do you like the sound? You know, once you get past a few texts, talk on the phone. Do you like the sound of his voice? Is he good at keeping the conversation going? Does he ask anything about you or is he just talking about himself? That Mm -hmm. is what I would do for vetting. And then when you get to the first date, I would not make a list of things you need to know from him. Like, why did you leave your ex-wife? This question will put him on the defensive. He will not be comfortable. He will not tell you the truth anyway. He doesn't know you. Why should he divulge that information? So you're much better off just saying if you can have like a regular conversation about whatever, what do you like to do? What kind of music do you listen to? What do you do on the weekends? What are your goals in life? Those kind of questions are much better because if you can just focus on Can we have a conversation? Do we get each other's sense of humor? Do we have any similar ground? Mm -hmm. Then you can start to vet a little bit more. You can always ask on the first date, though. So are you single? Because sometimes they're not. They're not. Yep. Mm -hmm. Those are the words. So nothing wrong with that Single since breakfast does not cut it. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that's good. That's very funny. That is good. Stay tuned for more of Women Road Warriors coming up. Kathy DeCaro is nothing short of amazing. She not only drives the world's biggest truck as a heavy equipment operator in northern Alberta, Canada. She's an international motivational speaker and the author of Dream Big, an autobiography about overcoming a lifetime of trauma and abuse that led to dreams of success. Kathy inspires people the world over to change their lives and improve their self-worth. Her book will change your life. She's passionate about personal growth and believes anyone can change their circumstances and overcome their obstacles if they believe in themselves. Her life will amaze you and seriously inspire you. Be sure to order a copy of her book, Dream Big, on Amazon.com. Industry movement Trucking Moves America Forward is telling the story of the industry, our safety champions, the women of trucking, independent contractors, the next generation of truckers, and more. Help us promote the best of our industry. Share your story and what you love about trucking. Share images of a moment you're proud of and join us on social media. Learn more at truckingmovesamerica.com. Welcome back to Women Road Warriors with Shelley Johnson and Kathy Takaro. Finding the right life partner requires research. You're evaluating each person to see if they're a true fit. It's kind of like playing detective to not get blindsided. If you want that life partner, you have to put the time and energy into it. It's an investment in your future. Make a list of all the things you want in that partner. Be deliberate. Make a list of the must-haves and the deal-breakers for a potential companion. Don't date people who want to play games. Stick to your values. Pay attention to any red flags. Trust your intuition. Advocate for yourself in finding your true life partner. Dating expert Ronnie Ann Ryan's giving us some terrific insight into how to do this successfully. What are your thoughts, Kathy, on online dating and all of that? 
you know, I've been on match and I, oh man, I, I, I didn't like it. I, I'm on Luxie.com and that one I find the quality is way better. You pay a What's bit. What's it called? Luxie.com. How do you spell that? L-U-X-Y. I find Never it, heard of it. Oh my God. It's, it's, it's for me, I think it's way better. The, the quality, like you said, you, you get what you pay for is way, way, way better. So I, I completely deleted match. The difference between the two is 10 times better, a hundred times better. Well, a lot has to do with geography. Yeah. And so different sites are better in different places. And why I recommend match is because it's the biggest site, depending on where you live. So if you live in a small town in Georgia, you might need to use match, which has more people on it. Mm -hmm. than if you live in Chicago, then whatever you choose will be more yeah. populated. Do you know what I mean? So, yeah. but well, that's good. Worldwide. So, I mean, I've been getting <laughs> one thing that I'm, I'm kind of flattered is that I'm going to be 53 here in three weeks and all these young guys, like 29, 28, 32. And I'm like, um, my daughter's that age. I don't think so. <laughs> Can't do it. I don't care. Maybe some people can. I can. My, my kids that age, not happening. <laughs> well, you know what that's about, right? uh the mother figure i don't know well uh, you're, you're not looking to have you're not looking to have babies <laughs> uh, oh didn't right? think about that yeah yeah you're not looking to hurry up and get married and have children and oh, you're you're you have it you have life experience so yep. you, oh do you know, i ever <laughs> yeah yeah so you sort of know what you're doing in the bedroom <laughs> and yep. and you'd be so grateful like this is what they're looking for you'd be so grateful as an older woman to be with such a young stud of a guy so there's there's <laughs> i'm not kidding you i'm not kidding yeah. that's so it's that's what i said that oh uh i'm a i'm a perfect young stud i'm like all right delete <laughs> <laughs> right because nope. he's thinking that that matters <clears throat> to you and he's mistaken because that's not what you're looking for Oh my God. It's, it's quite funny. amusing. And I, the I get arrogance a lot of, of the guys, you know, it's like, really? <laughs> well, some people would, you never know. That's the thing. Yeah. Yeah. It doesn't work for the three of us no. and probably for a lot mm -hmm. of other people, but there could be some people that did work for, and some people, maybe they just want to have fun and they don't really care. Not all women want to be in a relationship either. No, that's true. That's true. Oh, yeah. But I mean, that's like right. for me, I mean, I would say at least 80 percent of the people that, that message me are all between 24 and 35. And I'm thinking, my God, like, what is wrong? But then again, maybe the men my age are looking for the younger women. Right. Yeah. So, well, they right? might be looking for younger women or they might not be attracted to Luxie as a site. And so that's why I'm saying all sites are not the same everywhere you go. Another yeah. thing. Go ahead. Sorry, another thing is my job intimidates men. They do. Because they see a woman that's not going to take shit. Oh, excuse my language. They're not going to take, it. you know, they won't take anything for, that. I won't, I won't take any crap. Because if I can, they, they look at this and say, oh, you know what I mean? Like, I'm not yeah. intimidated easily. I'm not this little vulnerable, frail woman who's not going to say anything. Right? So it's yeah. intimidating yeah. to them. It, it, my daughter said, mom, it, it's emasculating to them. This is her, the word she used. Well, you know, that's know. such an interesting <clears throat> thing because it a lot of times um, executive women will say the same thing. Oh, they're intimidated by my career. And the truth of the matter is um, they might be more intimidated by your career, Kathy, but yeah. <laughs> because now you're, yeah, really, you're, really in their, yeah, you're in their territory. But uh, sometimes they're not intimidated at all, but they're concerned that they're not going to find a woman who's feminine, warm, hospitable, yeah. caring, nurturing when they have tough jobs or high-end jobs or whatever. Mm -hmm. I, I think that's sometimes what's going on is they're reacting to, oh, I want to make sure, you know, I have somebody who's going to be warm and, you know, I mean, to some degree, you could be right there. And like, you know, clearly you're in a man's world and you're, you're not going to take any crap, like you said. And especially so, when you see the size of the equipment, I don't just operate a little baby truck here. I mean, I, right. I drive a house. Oh, yeah. My, like right. my grader is bigger than tractor trailers. Like they're, they're huge. So, <laughs> but I might tell you the same thing I would tell any woman with a job that could be problematic from your viewpoint, which would be you're not your job. I know. Yeah. 
So you don't have to show those pictures or talk about that right off the bat. Not that you have anything to hide, not that you're suppressing who you are, but you're a woman first and then you drive 3,800 square foot truck. (laughs) There you go. By the way. (laughs) (laughs) So it's something to think about. And that's about personal presentation, you know. Mm -hmm. But the one thing I really wanted to talk about since you're talking about all these dating sites is long distance relationships. And I have found that a lot of women uh, and probably some men too get caught up with this guys from other states, guys from other countries or whatever. And, and so what I would say is don't bother. Yeah. It just doesn't work. Mm -hmm. Nope. Because dating can be tough enough when somebody's in the same town. Yeah. Yeah. Not to mention five states over. Not to mention five states over. And honestly, there are a lot of men or women who are not ready to be in a real relationship or are doing this as an extracurricular thing because they're not really cheating. Mm. You're not, you know, so um, and so they have no intention of ever meeting you or they want to meet you and they're open to having a romantic fun weekend. And then you never hear from them again because they got their needs met. And now they're good for a while. So Mm -hmm. I don't really believe, I mean, once in a while, long distance can work out, but it's a lot more rare than you think. And yet a lot of people get involved. That's one of the biggest questions on my website from women Mm -hmm. is about long distance. So I just say date local. That makes sense. Yeah. We only have a couple of minutes here, Ronnie. There's so much more to unpack. I thoroughly enjoyed talking to you and, and we may even have some questions from women. So they we'll want you back so we can answer those. Yes. That would be fun. Yes, it would. Ronnie, how do people reach you? Okay. So my website is never to, which is T O O late dot biz because it's never too late for love. And that's the best way to reach me. Excellent. This is so helpful because I think the dating world today is a lot more confusing than it used to be. Yep. Very true. You, you, yeah. you can't just hang out in the laundromat or the produce <laughs> department. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Oh, that's so funny. And, and certainly the bar is not the place where you want to go because. Oh, uh, God, no. Yeah. Yeah. Although I will tell you this about the bar. I have a, another friend who's a dating coach, and she said she had a girlfriend who met her husband in church, and she wished she had met him at a bar because then she'd know how much he drank. Ooh, so, good point. If, wow. Don't, You know, don't think that just because any man's in a bar means he's a big drinker. You can spend a little time and see how many drinks and whatever, because Mm -hmm. sometimes people are lonely and they can go to a bar by themselves and that doesn't make them low lives or big drinkers or addicts or anything. It just means they want company. So I, I wouldn't toss out. Um, You know, you could go to more upscale places or more country places or whatever works for you, but I wouldn't just exclude the bars because sometimes that's a great way to meet people. Good Mm. point. This has been a pleasure, Ronnie. I really appreciate you being on the show. And we've covered a lot of topics, I think. Oh, that was great. (laughs) Thank you. It was so much fun talking to both of you, Shelly and Kathy. Thank you so much. Yes, thank you, Ronnie. You have a fantastic day. You too. We hope you've enjoyed this latest episode. And if you want to hear more episodes of Women Road Warriors or learn more about our show, be sure to check out womenroadwarriors.com. And please follow us on social media. And don't forget to subscribe to our podcast. Women Road Warriors is on all the major podcast channels like Apple, Spotify, Amazon, Audible, YouTube, and others. Thanks for listening. You've been listening to Women Road Warriors with Shelley Johnson and Kathy Takaro. If you want to be a guest on the show or have a topic or feedback, email us at sjohnson at womenroadwarriors.com. Mm-hmm.